Look at us getting into the podcast game. You know, I've just been uh, so bored here at home that got to try and find something to fill our time with. Yeah, what better time to start a podcast than when you literally cannot leave the house? And don't worry, we are doing this on Anchor's podcast with friends, so we're not even in the same room. This or is 20 house. or honestly zip code. Look at this True. 21st century innovation. Crazy. Well, welcome to the podcast. This is Advantage by Romeshua, um, where we talk about the best and worst of marketing and advertising from the last month. This week, we're going to be talking about our favorite video ad from last month and what really made it stand out to us. Um, Josh? Yeah. Uh, you forgot to mention your name. <laughs> I'm new at this. Sorry. Yeah, I'm Josh. Okay. Joshua Romero. And who are you, EJ? And uh, I'm EJ Reyes. And we are your hosts for this brand new podcast where we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, so, you know, bear with us. But um, just make sure to subscribe to our newsletter. Um, you can review everything we talk about today and have a handy page with all the links you need. Uh, you'll also be able to get a little preview of what else we'll be talking about over the coming weeks. You can subscribe on our website, www.ramshua.com, or check the description for a quick link. So let's get into this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play you the video. Obviously, you can't see it, but you can hear it. Um, so make sure, if you haven't already, go to the link provided, check out the uh, link on our newsletter, and make sure to watch this video because obviously that's what we're talking about. So it'll help you get some more context. But here we go. The urge to compete never excluded women. We were just told that it did, that our roles were defined. So we took matters into our own hands and never looked back. We broke barriers. On the street, we chose to march. On the road, Pat Moss chose a mini. Try blowing a kiss when you're choking on dust. Try silencing the roar of an engine. The rally ahead is waiting. Do you have the drive inside you? There's only one way to find out. Get in and go. After all, no one made history by following the rules. We're just getting started. Pushing harder and faster than anyone thought she could. She wasn't just ahead of the curve, she made the curve. She was driven to get the best out of her car, out of her crew, and out of herself. They call her a game changer, a rule breaker, an icon. I call her mum. Let's go. So as you saw in the video, um, it's, 
you know, a great story about how in 1962, uh, Minnie, who, you know, they had been a longtime champion of women, even before mainstream embracement, uh, welcomed the legendary female rally driver, Pat Moss, to the Tulip Rally. And that was where uh, Moss, whose mother, father, and brother were also accomplished racers, delivered the first victory for Minnie. Um, it was instrumental in helping Minnie take the rally world by storm, and it led them to three wins at the Monte Carlo rallies. Um, so for International Women's Day, they are celebrating Pat Moss. And I got to say, one of my favorite parts uh, is the very end where Pat Moss's daughter says, and I call her mum. Oh, just, that was the best really part. Hits. Really hits. You so know? And let's take, okay, so... This was for International Women's Day, which yes. is usually what kicks off International Women's Month. And actually, I don't know if it's international, but it's Women's Month. March is. International Women's Day was on Sunday, March 8th, which also happens to be uh, Daylight Savings Time. So, yeah, the day was cut short by one hour compared to every other day as that happens. Um, but throughout the rest of the month too, like a little something called COVID-19 kind of took over everyone's headspace and everyone's mindset. And that's all that was talked about throughout well, and the month of March. I mean, it even completely changed the marketing for so many companies because you saw a lot of companies as the nation started to shut down, a lot of these companies were moving towards, you know, stressing the stay at home and order online and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I really felt like Women's Month was kind of almost cut short. So we wanted to kind of dig into what brands had done for celebrating Women's Month um, early on, especially before it was really big in the United States. Um, and so we kind of dug through some videos that celebrated this. Um, we came across some good ones. And honestly, we also came across some pretty try hard forced ones where the brands like really were trying to put themselves into it when they really didn't need to. It just seemed weak. And I, I wouldn't necessarily say that they didn't really need to, because I think it is important for companies to come out in support of women and be able to put together these campaigns. But I, I also think that it needs to be authentic. It needs to be thought out and it can't just be um, something that comes across as, I don't even want to say lazy, but um, it, it's, it's got to be well thought out and it's got to be thoughtful and in, uh, intentional the way they do it. EJ, as we were kind of working on our newsletter, um, one that we had come across was Hershey's, which did this campaign about how their brand has always been at the core of women because their name includes her and she. And I think both of us thought that was a pretty weak approach. Personally, I thought, you know, like, this is more of a coincidence than anything. Um, I know for a fact that it was not a part of their plan to have her and she in the name. It's, you know, Hershey was named after a young lad named Milton Snavely Hershey, who founded 
he was a confectioner and a philanthropist. He created the model industrial town of Hershey, Pennsylvania, and created Hershey, the chocolate. Um, but for International Women's Day this year, they ran a campaign saying that women has always been a core of their brand with the name her, with the words her and she in their name. Um, my thought about that is that it, it's purely try hard and they're trying to force it and it's not authentic. Yeah. And I think um, to play to that, it, there's, there are ways to do it. Um, I mean, many, they tapped into their history with this story that was a true story um, that empowered women. And they didn't just tell that story. They included the legacy of the company and of the family. And it just, it didn't feel forced because it was a relevant story um, and they weren't forcing their brand into women empowerment because it was a part of their history. And so I think for Hershey, one of the ways that they could have done it is point out the coincidence that her and she happened to be in the name and run with the coincidental piece of that um, and then link it to what the company is currently doing for, for the women's movement and for women empowerment. And, you know, whether it's uh, women in the high ranks of the company or specific things that they're doing for women, whether it's like paid leave or, you know, all of those things, that's a way to go about it while using the same concept, but tackling it from a different, more authentic um, perspective and a more authentic uh, way of doing it really. And I think even if they were to, you know, like dedicate their name for the month and even like have a special edition wrapper where it was just her and she and dedicate it somehow, be, be really tasteful about like, okay, this is a coincidence, but like, let's take advantage of this. Like, let's make this something that actually means something rather than kind of trying to force the narrative of this has always been at the core of our brand into it. That's where many, yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, that's where many nailed it is like, yeah, this is not something, this isn't a story that they're crafting. This is a story that they're telling about their history. And every brand might not have this, but you know, that's where it takes, like, you have to really be thoughtful and considerate and like, ask yourself, like, how can we contribute to this, this theme without having you know, to force it or create an untrue story. Yeah. And I honestly think the, the biggest spot where they went wrong was just the very beginning of the video, the way they introduced it as, you know, her and she have always been a part of our core and a part of our company since the beginning, because that was the part that came off as not true and, and forced. And if they had just changed that opening, I really think they could have run with the rest of the ad because the rest of the ad wasn't bad. I liked um, the imagery and I liked the little bit of the storytelling that they were doing. It's just that that intro to the ad truly put a bad taste in my mouth where I'm only seeing this from that specific viewpoint. And that's the only lens that I can see this through. Whereas, you know, if they had taken a different approach and called out the convenience and the coincidence of that being their name, and then did some sort of dedication, they could have run with the same add um, and changed up that intro. And I think it would have had a much 
bigger impact and um, a much better effect on people who are watching. And I, I think this all comes down to kind of the conversation of authenticity. And I think, especially in like 2020, um, authenticity in ads is one of the most important things. Like, done are the days of like lying and saying that these things are good for you or helpful and all that when it's really just like a BS product that's trying to like get you to buy it because ultimately that's what they want. Authenticity is huge now. And so especially when you're kind of tying your brand story to uh, an international, you know, celebration of whatever it may be, whether it's women or black history or pride or any of that, like authenticity really comes down to a, is a brand relevant? Like, I think that's a pretty obvious question mm-hmm. and you don't have to be perfectly aligned, but you have to have some alignment, I think. But also is the story true or is it forced? So if there's anything for brands to take away from this, it's authenticity is super, super important. And the story has to fit with your company. You know, like you can't force these things. You can't, you know, just try to make it happen just to kind of be on a bandwagon. Like you've got to be authentic with it. And I think it misses the point of each of these months anyway, if you're just trying to hop on the bandwagon. And I feel like if you remember to last year um, and you know, maybe it wasn't something that you noticed, but it's something that I noticed. And a lot of people were talking about on Twitter and maybe you had to be on gay Twitter to find it. But um, one of the things that really stood out to me last year during Pride was the fact that, as I mentioned, a lot of these companies were just throwing the rainbow flag on their logo um, and on their buildings and trying to say, you know, we support Pride and we support um, gay rights and all of that stuff. And it just, it doesn't feel authentic. It feels like someone just jumping on that bandwagon and trying to attract that, um, that customer base by saying, Hey, look, we put a rainbow flag on our logo. So you should come shop here because we like the gays, but really it just feels, it doesn't feel authentic. And it feels like, um, just a marketing move to try and sell the company during this month when that's all that people are talking about, or that's a lot of what people are talking about. And I definitely think that that's why that storytelling comes into play and is so huge with it because you don't want, that's the last thing a company wants to do is not be authentic and then be just absolutely dragged through the mud on Twitter because they missed the mark on you know, whatever it was, whatever the story they were trying to tell and and all that, that's the worst thing that can happen to a company is just being dragged through the mud on Twitter because they put out a bad ad. Yep. No one wants to be Pepsi and Kendall Jenner. No way. (laughs) So Minnie, you nailed it this year. Hershey could use a little bit of work. Call us. We'll help you out. So uh, that is kind of the video that we really wanted to share with you all uh, this week. We'll be doing another video next month. Who knows what that's going to be about. It is going to be hard to find anything not related to COVID, but we'll try our best. 
Hey, um, maybe it's not the worst thing to be talking about it. There were definitely some winners and losers in the COVID advertising. It's true. Um, as far as us at Romeshua, we are totally focused on the census right now. We've been releasing some videos for the census. If you haven't seen those, uh, those are also linked on our newsletter. Definitely go check that out. It's a lot of fun. And also fill out your census. It takes literally 10 minutes, if that. It is so easy. You can do it online, by phone, or by the mail. But it is the easiest thing to do. I did it while sitting in my living room right after I got laid off. So get out there. (laughs) Do your census. It's so easy. Get counted. Uh, And that is all that we have. I mean, definitely check out our website. And also, uh, again, definitely subscribe to, first off, this podcast. If you're not, you're probably not because this is our first episode. So hit that subscribe button and also subscribe to our newsletter where we talk about all of these things, where you can kind of get a nice bird's eye view of all of these things that we are interested in and the wins and losses in marketing from the last month, as well as a quick thought starter to get you thinking. And if you subscribe to our newsletter and you have an idea about one of the things that we're talking about and you want to be featured on our podcast, uh, reach out to us by email or on any of our social media. And we can start a discussion because we would really love to talk to you all and see what you all think and hear your opinions on some of the things that we're talking about, some of those winners and losers. And, you know, it is, uh, I hate to say it, Josh, but... um, it is a little sad that we had to do a podcast about women's month and didn't have a woman on the podcast. I think that was sad. And I, I really feel like we, we need to reach out and we need people to reach out to us and, and uh, we want to hear your opinions. We shouldn't be like Hershey. We should not we'll fix that. We will. <laughs>